Hey, uh, welcome to uh, the Fruit of the Boom podcast. It's me, Matt Sawicki, with JBJR. My homie JBJR, and uh, it's our second episode. Yes, sir, yes, sir. We've got the homie DJ Uptown in the house. What's up? What's up, brother, man? What's up, man? How you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. You seem like you're doing all right. Yeah, I'm going to maybe some food for dinner. Nice. Nice. Is it dinner or is it breakfast for you right now? Uh, You know, dinner. I was up early. I had somebody at the house. Oh, doing carpentry again? Yeah. I don't nice. know why they want to get started so early. Why can't they start at like five in the afternoon? You know, like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when I when I started moving around. Right. You know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. I get it. So, brother man, you know we got you on. You know, because um, you're definitely your DJ. Yep. Uh, uh, awesome DJ and very talented and very experienced DJ. Oh, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, been knowing you about seven years, man, since I've been in the scene, and definitely been. Give you the praise of just being on them turntables, like for real, man. Like you definitely be rocking the crowd. You know how to rock the crowd. Oh, thank you. I practice a lot. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so basically, want to have you on um, just to really just to you know, like on the last show with Trifecta, have you just be you and talk about you. So I um, want to give you the floor, but we're just gonna ask you certain things, but keep it natural. You know what I'm right. saying? All right. So first things first, my brother. Uh, tell us your history. Like, how did you get into the whole DJ game? Um. All right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit far back on this one. Okay. okay. If you, if, you if, if you'll allow me. How far me. back? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back a little bit. So um, yeah. So I started off, man. I've been in music my entire life. So okay. I started off back when I, I don't know, maybe uh, 12, 13, like junior high school age, and I was in um a drum and bugle corps. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Prince Hall Lancers. Yeah. Um, nice. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like things are still kicking it, but they still do like some uh, like some drum work or whatever. And I started off playing a uh, bugle, two valve uh-huh. bugle. And then from there, in middle school, that's when I started percussion uh-huh. and just uh, everything with that. And then through college, I studied percussion at UMSL. Okay. Okay. Um, and I played in a couple of different jazz bands or whatever. And like, uh, nice. my first, I guess, solo endeavor was my group Jupiter Jazz. And so I, I composed uh, most of the songs uh-huh. for that group and played drums in it as well. Cowboy yeah. Bebop so reference. What's that? Cowboy Bebop oh, reference. Oh, definitely, definitely, awesome. definitely, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah, definitely where the name came from. Uh, so from there, it went to to getting into DJing. Like, it literally was a day. Like, I'm sitting at the Delmar Lounge, and I see these two dudes. And like, one of the dudes, like, I actually know now, and he's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. But like, I didn't know him then. And I'm like, if these fucking dudes can DJ, man, I'm like, way be- I can do this way better. Than they can do it. Yeah. And I right, went home right. that night, had on eBay, and I bought the Newmark Battle Pack. Okay. Those two shitty belt drive turntables. <laughs> And a mixer for three hundred dollars, uh-huh. and that's where it started. It sounds like a, a okay. good start. I mean, it, it was a crappy start, but I mean, <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Yeah, right. you got to do what you yeah. got to do, brother, for real. Yeah, and, and that's uh, that's where it was, man. Like I holler my dude Flex Boogie, who I still to this day credit as like the teaching me how to DJ. Uh-huh. Shout out to him. And uh, yeah, I went over his crib one day before work, and I had just like an armful of like random records. He's like, none of these will mix. <laughs> he's like, they're good records though, so don't worry about it. Oh like, man, they'll be great in your collection. Like, <laughs> don't throw them away. Yeah, he's like, try to mix these, and like he just kind of gave me some pointers, man. I went home and practiced and went from there. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> so you didn't start off with like a? Did you start off with like bad? Re- what, what did you have? What were some of your first records? Uh, uh, so like, uh, it was just like. Um, I want to say like I went to like I didn't, didn't have like real vinyl uh-huh. and I started off just going real vinyl so I went to like vintage vinyl and just grabbed some shit yeah that was, like, I, had, cheap. I, I bought like exactly the I got dollars. the dollar band I got a few <laughs> just like random like hip hop names that I recognize and I think the first full length I bought was like uh, 
Chronic 2001. Uh-huh. That was like the only full-length record. And I think I got like like a Snoop Dogg B-side of side artists he was working with. Like, yeah, songs that nobody's ever heard or ever wanted to play. I spent like 30 bucks on like the dollar the dollar section. Sure. And just had just rando stuff. A bunch of disco records. Yeah. 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 Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what I, I remember that when I first started sampling, that's what I went and did. I think the, maybe the best thing I ended up with was like a, a like a Herb Albert record or something like yeah. that that we were able to get some stuff out of. But <laughs> something I don't know, man. Sometimes you'll find like that one gym, you know, in the in the, in the crap section. But yeah. most of it is there for a reason. Absolutely. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs> All right, then, bro, man. Also, man, just so, um, what kind of music do you normally DJ? Like, what should what do you normally stick to? It, it really depends on the venue. Like um, on a Sunday night, you will not catch me playing anything top forty. You know, like Sundays for me are like the day that I decompress with music, and I'm usually playing like B sides, funk, rock and roll, cl- classic stuff like feel good music. You know, uh-huh. things that mm-hmm. like you know we all as a little kid you on a road trip with your dad and like you didn't like it then but now all of a sudden you like oh yeah OJ's <laughs> dope shit. you know what I'm saying like, like now, now it's like you, you want to fuck with it but back then you're like I don't want to listen to that I want some LL Cool J because I'm eight you know <laughs> and like you know or you know the rapping Duke da ha da ha like that's what I wanted to listen to as a little kid that was my first actual vinyl by the way oh, was nice, the rapping nice. Duke <laughs> but um yeah so like I mean if it's a weekend you know um I like to get turned, man. Like I, I yeah, I, I do a lot of uh, remixes from different artists, di- artists, different artists. But yeah, just a harder style, a real aggressive style of music, like like hip hop based. But definitely, I'm a fan of a heavy kick, yeah, really sharp, 808 high, you nice, know, just nice. really crispy, and uh-huh. just, like makes you want to just like get loose with it. some rumbly bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if like if I can like look look at you clearly in the face, the bass isn't hitting hard enough. <laughs> it needs to be blurry the whole time. But yeah, like mainly hip hop though. Hip hop top 40 is what I'm like sticking to on the club nights. But. Do you, is there stuff you stick away from? Um, You know, that's no, actually. And um, I'll say that just because I do a lot of private events. Uh-huh. So um, yeah, you know, if you want to pay me a bunch load of money to play No, but I'm music, saying like DJ Uptown Saturday night Oh yeah, in the Grove. Um, I ain't playing nothing soft. But know? I'm saying, is there like, so nothing soft? Is nothing there like soft. a like? Do you like you'll, you'll play trap? You'll play yeah. I mean, like, play you know, I'm not. I'm not gonna right. like. Okay, so I'm not gonna play. What you're not gonna hear me playing is like house music. Uh-huh. Like I think house music is the worst form of uh, music ever made. Oh you wow! Play, oh wow! Yeah, I don't mess. I don't. I don't like house, man. Why like I, I'll play like you you'll know, play some Skrillex. I mean, no, like. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, get, would you consider Skrillex house or EDM? No, no, yeah, no, I mean, no. I, just, I mean, house is EDM. I mean, th- I mean, I, I consider Skrillex. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Did you I, ever I, drop Skrillex? Yeah, I mean, he got that new song with uh, Rick Ro- was it Rick Ross. Yeah, Lamborghinis uh-huh. from Suicide Squad. I am yeah, playing Big Horse shit. Yeah, I, mean, I, I play that. <laughs> shit. There you but go. I mean, yeah. I just, no, I like I like that you'll play anything. That's yeah, tight. I just I don't know. Like, um, you won't hear me playing Robin S. You know, real love. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I just like. Right, I think right. house music is just it's the worst man. It's, wow. it's so repetitive it takes so long but I throw get, a house party and you'll come and play it I mean it, 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 yes it yep. won't be it won't be DJ Uptown it'll just be Jerry servicing <laughs> your uh, private event hey I'm Jerry you're <laughs> exactly. a DJ 100% tonight. like I'm gonna be you're dressed up I'm not gonna say any bad words you know like I'm gonna be super polite <laughs> yeah you know as long as the check straight before lace. I got there yeah okay. just straight up like a proper like a proper adult job I'm not mad but you I mean you catch me like in a nightclub though that's yeah. a different story definitely I don't, I, yeah I don't, no, I don't, I don't wanna hate on house music I just 
you know, if one song takes up one side of the record, it better be Parliament. You know what I'm saying? Like a long play song that yeah. needed 15 minutes. You sure. Know, that the, like musicians are playing on. I don't need 64 bars of a kick drum to get into a really <laughs> mundane bass You just don't know how to feel. I just don't like the house, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the dudes at Lighthouse. I just, yeah, that's just how me, you know. That's the kind of guy you are. I like that about Uptown. Hey, man. Hey. So, uh, also, man, um, since we, uh, just to turn it back for a second, you know, we were talking about uh, your old new marks. So, what have you graduated to since those old new marks back in the day, like as far as your weapons? All right, so, um, tried and trusted is always going to be what every DJ is going to answer. They're going to answer the same thing. They're going to say, tech 1200s. Yeah. I'm like, I got a set of techs. However, they're not my favorite turntables. No. Yeah, I still have a set of Newmarks, Newmark TTXs. And there's a few of us loyal, faithful TTX fans out there. What do you um, like about the TTX? Range. Like, uh-huh. okay, so a uh, set, of, set of techs, normal set of techs, will do plus or minus 8% uh-huh. mm-hmm. on the pitch adjustment. You know, so like, that's the range you can get in. Like, you have to get in and out of a song. Uh-huh. Some of the newer techs, you can do plus or minus 16, which is a little bit better. But like uh-huh. on the Newmarks, you can do plus or minus 50%. Wow. Yeah, so I mean, it's a huge, a huge range. Um, it'll play, and nobody has these uh-huh. anymore. But it'll play both thirty-three, like a regular twelve-inch record, forty-fives, yeah, and seventy-eight yeah. RPMs. Um, you can come out of them either like phono, like a normal set of record players, or you can do a line out straight from the turntable, like a TRS or a no, just like a RCA, inch. but it's just oh, okay. a line level and not a, oh, not a phono. Yeah. You don't need a phono yeah. pre. You just okay, put yeah, yeah. it right into just like a, a home stereo yep. and play nice. a record on it. So. Nice. I, don't know, I just think there's some more versatile, versatile turntable. Yeah. Um, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's that's my turntable of choice. I just got a new mixer. Uh, I'm using the Pioneer DJM S9, which is probably the new industry standard. Before uh-huh. that, everybody in the world was using a 57 yeah. for the most part. Unless you're a house DJ, then you're using like a Rain Empath Rotary because you don't need to scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't hate house music. I hate it. He <laughs> really hates house music. I, I mean, I don't hate it. You know, like that's what you know. Like, I think so, you like a couple of my favorite DJs are like they play like house music as part of their repertoire, and it's like mm-hmm. I respect them because they're like silky smooth. You know, like some mm-hmm. of the best DJs I've like ever seen. Well, they probably don't play all of the. Songs. They don't. They don't. They don't. I mean, they play other stuff too. Sure. Yeah. So then you're, you use Serato, right? Yes. And but you do you do just wax straight ever? Yeah, every once in a while. Uh huh. Yeah. You, like if you catch me on a Sunday when I'm feeling spunky and I don't mind carrying four hundred pounds of gear. Yeah. <laughs> to go make you know little money. Like yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a feel good time for me on Sunday. So that's like, what I don't you mind. were doing um, last year, right? You were do, you were doing hosting the uh, the gra- the show at the gramophone. Oh, that was um kind of like that. Yeah. That was um. Crossfader Wars is the, is the event. And yeah. Something like we I mean, start. yeah, my nomenclature's wrong, but... Yeah, yeah. No, we, you um, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we started that, uh, like, way back when I first started DJing. That's how I met, like, some of, like, my favorite people, like Bounce and Sean, uh-huh. and, like, a lot of the Basement Sound System guys. Was uh, that all wax, or is that just whatever? Well, it started up, like, I only had wax when we started doing that. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. yeah, I didn't have to ride at all. So, yeah. it would be me, like, i bring a couple of cases, Bounce would bring some cases, yeah. Sukkaz would bring some cases, Sean, everybody, um, Split, all those guys. We just come up and we bring vinyl and we'd have four sets of turntables set up and just kind of play. Nice. So yeah, it's kind of annoying. Like if you're not a DJ, because it's a noisy kind of thing. But I mean, it's still fun to kind of get to your roots and just like you know scratch and yeah. do DJ shit. Nice, nice. So um, let me ask you this: So if someone was brand new into being a DJ, just trying to learn the craft, learn the style, learn the science of it, yeah, where should they start as far as equipment? It, in your own opinion, um, I got two answers to that. Okay. So if you like, if you've ever saw like, if you looked at the DJ and like, oh man, 
that dude's up there doing like beat juggling and scratching. I think that's dope. Mm-hmm. And you wanted to like learn that? Mm-hmm. Definitely buy some turntables. Um, if you're like, um, I would say like either one of you guys, like producers or whatever, mm-hmm. and like just like collectors of like dope ass music, and you just wanted to like play some like dope ass music for people, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely get a controller. Yeah. I love my controller. Like, um, I use that a lot. Um, and that's uh. The Pioneer DDJ uh-huh. SX2, and it's just like essentially like two CD players and a mixer, but it's all built into one console. But yeah, if you just want to play, if you just want to play some music, can you scratch there? Yeah, I can cut on there. I can do everything I can do on turntables on my controller. Okay, but I don't think I could do anything on that controller if I hadn't learned with turntables first. Really? Yeah. So like the thing is like if, if someone's looking at the art form as like I want to be a turntablist, you know, like I like hip hop, I want to cut, I want to do like stuff that you see DJs doing right yeah. turntables for sure. sure but I mean if you're like I said I mean if you're like on the end of the where it's like I, I like music and I want to maybe blend a few songs and just play some music yeah but I don't want to just play it off my laptop I want to have a little bit more control over like maybe some effects and like just levels and everything uh-huh. right, right. control is where it's at sure yeah. okay. I mean if anybody was like seriously came to me and was like what should I get I'm like those, that would be the question I ask like what do you want to do do you just want to play music or do you want to learn like turntablism yeah yeah that's cool. Nice, nice. So as far as actual turntablism goes, uh, analog style, what do you recommend? As far as beginner level? Um, it's, I mean, so the, the, the answer is like what you can afford, really. Yeah, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, we're sitting in your dope-ass studio. You know, I'm sure your first mic wasn't like a really expensive one. Oh, shit, I could tell you about my first turntable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first turntable yeah, was like a belt uh, for crap, not real yeah. turntable. You yeah. know, I, we went to Guitar Center and got like a... a Right, right. Something similar yeah, yeah. that you got. I'm sure that would be. And the thing is, like, okay, yeah. I mean, long as you just like playing a record, that's totally fine. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sure it's gonna. If play you're fine. trying to scratch, though, no, no way. Okay, no, no. what do you get if you're trying to scratch? Right. You just a, go a, and a, save a, up and a, get a 1200. I mean, you just you I mean, you would want something. Like the thing is, like, you know, you you're not gonna show up to a construction site with like um, you know, a hammer you bought from like Walmart that just says like hammer. You know, what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like, right, right. just like. It's like little, and it's like made for like to hang a picture. Like, and you're not gonna show up and like want to do some real work with like a sure. tool that's not designed to do that. Right. So, I mean, so like, if, 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 I think the first thing you would want, like, if you're gonna, if you want to like do like real like turntableism, you definitely need a direct a direct drive turntable. Uh huh. I mean, you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a six hundred dollar, a thousand dollar turntable. I mean, sure. You can get a used one for cheap, or, okay. I mean, or you can get an off brand for cheap as well. Like just, especially if you're just starting off. If you don't have the luxury of like dropping that money, that's a lot of money. Yeah. That's, that's an expensive habit. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah. that's kind of. I've, I've always wanted to get a set, but I've never ever like. Right. You're, I'm going to take your advice right now. Nice. Hey, hey. yeah. No, on the real. Like, hey. I mean, I might don't get it. I might go check out some controllers at Guitar Center. Hey, yeah. dude. Hey, hey, dude. Man, look. But so I, I want to scratch. That's all I want to. I just want like juggle, like vocals. I want to do like scratch hooks and things like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of components to it, though, man. So like, I mean, you've been around it for a while. I mean, you get, you already got to buy the turntable. Sure. Right. Okay. So then that's one, and now you got to buy slip mats, and needles. Slip mat. Yeah. You know, um, but if records. You, but if I got a controller, do I have to get all that stuff? Or are you saying no? If you got you a controller, you'd have to, you wouldn't have to get any of that. Right. And you could scratch stuff in with a controller, That's but I'm, it's gonna be. It's. I feel like the learning curve is a little bit better when you got like a twelve-inch platter to like uh-huh. work on like the finer points. The size, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, and, as opposed to like a, a CD, yeah, uh, J style like jock wheel. I mean, you can scratch on that. I'll, you know, people do it. Yeah, but I don't know. And nobody makes a big fat 
huge they do, they do. digital. They, I mean, they make uh, fake records. They do, they do, they do. Um, Newmark makes one. I don't know if they still make it, but they used to make a CD player that actually had a uh, 12-inch vinyl for the t- control surface. Yeah, yeah, that's tight. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody really bought. Only one dude bought that. <laughs> and they failed. Yeah. Uh, Nobody. Yeah. Everybody made fun of him. Right. <laughs> I mean, why, why, you're posing, man. Exactly. Why, why bring something out that's like going to be as big as a record player and not play records? You know. Right. And it costs as much as a record. Exactly. You just got CDJs. <laughs> Save yourself that extra forty pounds you're lugging around. <laughs> so uh, another question I have for you. So um, being as uh, experienced as you are and just been traveling, what kind or what places have you been to just traveling as a DJ? Um, mostly Midwest. Um, I've played. Um, I've done a couple of gigs in Hawaii when I was out there visiting. Nice, nice. Yeah, and it was kind of impromptu. The home, one of the homies used to live out there. The homie DJ Deception, and like I hit him up, and he put me on with some people. You nice, know? nice. Yeah, yeah. Although that club that he put me on, I couldn't get in because I was wearing flip flops and uh, shorts on a beach, which is unheard of apparently because you had to be dressed up to get in this bar. So. <laughs> End up going to another bar. Like um, I walk in and like I'd been there before. Like the last time I went to Hawaii and uh, saw that they had it set up, and I just start kind of asking questions or whatever. And the dude's like, "Oh yeah, man, that's um, I forget his name, but he's like, he's probably in the back deep frying some Twinkies or some shit." So I come out and this is huge Samoan dude, and he's like, "Like what's up?" And I'm like, "Hey, uh, yeah, I've been DJing for a little bit. Can I hop on your rig?" He's like, <laughs> "Go for it." And I just like plugged in a hard drive and just went for it. And he's like, "Oh, all right." And he came out and scratched with me a little bit. Nice, yeah, nice. So it's kind of dope. <laughs> that's dope. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, that's probably yeah, Midwest mainly, just around the Missouri, Illinois area. Have you done the Red Bull stuff? Yeah, I've done Red Bull three style twice. Uh huh. I'm um, placed third. Both Did you go to Kansas City or no? Both just both times here in St. Louis. Louis. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. And so you go yeah. to Columbia. Yeah. Where else do you go? Um, every once in a while, I hit uh, uh the Gators. You ever play there? Crazy Gators or whatever. It Lazy is? Gators at the, whatever. At the, at the, the lake. Yeah. Yeah, I play there. Uh huh. Lake of the Ozarks. Sure. Edwardsville. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much. Pretty you ever much played it. the Oz? I have played the Oz. That's the shit. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you, I'm just. It was a dumb question. You, you had yes as an answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I mean, I don't think it's the shit that you played the odds. I think it's the shit that you played the odds. Yeah. <laughs> the, the odds has always been a weird room because they, they really they want it to be like a fun like nightclub experience, but then they're like, stay away from the hip hop. You know? Really? And when a club says stay away from the hip hop, they really mean um, let's be boring. No. <laughs> They, they don't they don't want too many black people in their club. Oh no! I mean, we are in the Midwest, dog. Let's keep one. I mean, so, it, hey. you, you know, like I, I, I ain't mad at any of those, but that's t- typically what that's code for. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've played other venues that are mainstream venues like downtown St. Louis, and like you go in the DJ booth and it's a sticker. It's like no hip hop. Wow. Yeah. That shit is that sucks. That's gonna yeah. be a boring night. Yeah. What are you gonna play? I'd play all soul music. <laughs> see, see, yeah, what, 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 all EDM. So you end up playing like house remixes uh, of Justin Bieber. I hated it. <laughs> fuck man, we going. But it paid, but hey, it paid though. So I can't really complain. Sure. People don't have souls, man. Yeah. So, but yeah. Also, so uh, speaking of just you being a DJ, man. So uh, and just the local scene here in uh, St. Louis, like being like associated with like basement sound systems and whatnot man like what do you think of just the producer scene in general just within the city of st louis like what do you think about just the atmosphere oh we got some heat in st louis for sure um yeah i mean just being around and seeing 
just friends and family just start off just like making little beats and just like oh yeah i made a mixtape blah 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 and then coming to like full-on travel the world to play big stages you know yeah. like um nice it's super dope you know like when i was playing in bands still you know we had a chance to play at Riverfest down in little rock and we're on the same ticket as bb king nice. I mean, so that's i mean that's in my opinion like super dope you yeah know? Right. you know and you got like every, i mean i just yeah the, the scene here is is righteous it's just kind of sad that like nobody's like checking for you know us flyover states for like heat but yeah. i mean yeah i feel like it's a lot it's a lot of it's a lot of heavy hitters out here making good music i mean you know fucking Tef and Vito, they make great music. Oh, sure. Um, I mean, your household has held so many great music Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, uh, Bounce, I mean, how many albums he got under his belt? Four or five? That's right. super dope, you know? Right. Spark was Jason, living with I mean, you. yeah, Spark One. I mean, they got an album that has every rapper known to man on the album that they've never released still. It's out. But it's, they never what? Did. It's out. It's out. But Spark and Scott and Time, uh, get off your asses and do a proper release. That's <laughs> <laughs> a hot album. So we'll see. Oh, no. No, but I mean, yeah, it's like a, it's it's a lot of people that I, like I look forward, like I look forward to like coming to beat battles and doing everything, um, just to see what's out there new. But mm-hmm. A little bit, I'm a little bit kind of turned off when I hear like the younger class coming up and everybody just wants to make a trap beat. And so I'll just like, all right, I'm plugging in my Ableton and I'm setting it to 70 BPM and like, here we go, you know, and that's it, just a bass drop, and that's it. It's I don't know. So it's fun to me to hear like some people playing with like other sounds and other tempo and like those guys usually probably not the guys that's gonna win, but it's fun to hear like music being made that's not just one sure. one style of music, you know? Yeah. So how did you enjoy judging the beat battle last Correct. month? Great, yeah, you were a judge. Yeah, um I liked it. It was a fun time. Um and it's like it's, it's good to kinda get out and be like the other ear in the room. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So I know both of you all day are just sitting here listening to rappers. Are you? You're making music and you're just making music, but listening to other people's music, and just probably you're like, all right, cool. <laughs> probably sounds like. I mean, I, I can't imagine how many times like the same drum pattern probably comes across your. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, music, music. You know, it's there's lots of styles and lots of things that repeat, but but I mean, it's the combinations, it's, it's the ingredient. You know, right. everything's got flour right. in it. You know, yeah, bread, yeah. You, I, I, you I, eat I, bread all the time. Right, right, right. right. Doesn't make bread bad. It does. It doesn't make <laughs> bread bad, and I, I love bread. You know, but uh, sometimes you know, like uh, I can I can give me a wrap. Sure, you know give me a Philly roll well, or I something. Think, give me something else to put like my meat between. I, I'm I'm actually starting really to weird. see a whole yeah, <laughs> your muffin between. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we're starting Man. to see more. I, I see a real um, in, drive from people to get more involved in playing instruments on their records yes. and stuff. I love hearing and, that. That's and dope. and I think you know maybe we're maybe it's just here, but maybe as a as a whole, maybe we're moving towards more of a live, uh, you know, musicianship based form of music again in in the hip hop community. Yeah. And I think that would be really cool. So, yeah, I um, feel like the the artists that like have really like. I don't know, caught my ear just in the last like few months have been doing stuff like that. Like yeah. the new K Tronada album. Uh-huh. Man, it's dude, like, I dude. It's I mean, I I'm like that that's album. yeah, that I'm like that's that's a style that's like it's beautiful. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Like it's hip hop inspired, but it's still just melodic and beautiful and well put together. It's not just like an easy hard kick drum. Yeah, oh no. And, 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 yeah. You and listen same to thing with like um I'm, Bruno Mars? I mean, uh-huh. Come on, man. Exactly. Yes, yeah. man. Yeah, it's like Michael Jackson. Yeah, he's he's straight up now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if, if he if he keeps it together, man, I mean, I think he may 
can hold that type. Yeah. Like, eventually. Get sure. To that no, time. I'm not saying yeah. he's like Michael Jackson, right. but it's got the it's got the feel. It's got, it makes me man. I just love right. listening to that newest yeah. record. It's super great. Yeah, the Dude, new Cal, right. Childish Gambino. That whole new yeah. album. Oh my god. Yeah. They, like they, that. Like that style is. Like, I'm excited about. You're music seeing again. it yeah. from the major artists start to push out. Like, you know, I. I don't. I don't even know who it would start with, but you know, you you're seeing it across the board. Right. The, the may, maybe not like the the top forty guys, but the guys that are making art. Yes. Right. The, yes. They're they're making and real music. And then you're seeing people that's even coming up and becoming bigger artists now, like Anderson Pax Malibu. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that and that project is beautiful. Dude. Yeah, I is. love yeah, that is. project, man. Absolutely. And yeah. And Chance the Rapper, you know, coming uh-huh. through like he is, you know, totally one hundred percent independent, making right. amazing music. Yep. Like, and I think you'll see you'll you'll can I think you'll continue to see that because it costs less for the it's no investment from the record companies to make independent music right and all you have to do is distribute it so you're gonna see more if you if you see people taking the risks and doing these things and they pay off who else isn't gonna take these risks you know right. what I mean we'll start to see a lot of better things I think in the future I I really think it's leaning towards that yeah man like it's history is repeating itself like it's it's back to where like in the nineties how nineties music actually had a lot it was like one of the last generation actually had like musicianship that you can notice before it fell into the year to 2000 yeah, yeah you know what I'm I, saying I feel like music no. as a whole though I feel like it goes to that like you, you get you get a sound and then you get like a really dope sound and then like people are like alright let's uh new technologies come out let's, let's play with this and let's try new things and then you start getting just like kind of a generic sound while people sure. are working out like, like when the Lynn drum came out yeah. everybody uses the same yeah yeah yes. like, what, how, what song was I doing? Because it's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. too many. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think you're right. I think that makes a good point. But yeah, I think we're coming back to more organic. I think that's going to be really fun. And that's and that's the beautiful thing about music, man. It's ever evolving, man. It can take something classic and make it evolve once more into something great again, man. Like revive something old. You know, like I love seeing stuff like that. I yeah. love hearing now music now that's way more funk and soul inspired. I love hearing it. Sure, because it's it's something that you need to hear now. Like like how up to say how everything sounds just the same generic sound and trap shit. Now mind you, I love trap shit. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. But I agree with you one hundred percent. But I like also I said have my earlier statement, you know, like um, when, I'm play, <laughs> when I'm playing like on a Saturday, man, a Friday or Saturday, I want like. I want that room. That I want you to leave sweaty. Like right. I don't want you to like. Right, right. I don't want you to leave and be able like. Oh yeah, you know I had a, had a good time. Oh yeah. You know, I want you to leave like. Oh man, that place was tired. Yeah. Real. You know, like I want you jumping around dancing the entire night. You know? <laughs> I want you spilling your drinks because you're going too hard. You know. <laughs> right. And uh, and and like trap and twerk and all that real just super hard hitting stuff, man. I love it. You know, like I love it for that aspect of it, and I love you know. A big kick drum and a, you know just like big boomy bass. I, I love all of it. Right, right, right. Yeah, but that's you know I, I feel like that's proper nightclub music. You know, like yeah. if I'm if I'm you know just riding around, you know, like I don't necessarily want to hear that. You know, sure. Because you don't need to be turned all the damn time. Yeah. You know, yeah. like nah, like like even with myself, like I like listening to stuff that's not even in fucking states at times. Like yeah. I don't listen to something that's in South America. I'll listen to something that's in Japan, like easily. Like yeah. I'm a fan of I'm a fan of jazz music. Like I'm a yeah. big fan of jazz music. Yeah. I mean so, that's what that's what I actually like what I cut my teeth on. Like I started playing straight ahead, like swing, like standard jazz. Right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah. I love jazz. Yeah, so Jupiter Jazz, like you play drums. Right. Uh I've seen you play drums with Jason and the Beast. Right. Right. Um what else have you played with? Have you 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 played you you marched and you did bugle, but what else have you done drums in? Um, so it was—I uh, forget the name of the band. But it was a band that I used to um, 
sit in with here in St. Louis probably a few years back, man. They had like a few random gigs around time where they didn't have a drummer. Mm-hmm. So I would sit in with them. And, cool. But it was like mainly like a. Um, like, like original straight, stuff or standards? No, no, just standards. Uh-huh. But like straight eight jazz. It's like like kind of um you know, when people were like, Oh, this is some smooth jazz. Like that type of stuff. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like sweet. It was, no, it was a little more aggressive than that. You know, like I don't know. You know, it's like Grover Washington. Sure. Like, you know, straight eight no, it, it wasn't swung. It's not not like a swing style, uh-huh. you know, standards. No no like we did like Miles Davis covers. Okay. And that would be like the the most Close we would get to like anything that we had to swing on. Everything else is just like a four straight eight beat four to yeah. the floor in the pocket, you know, <laughs> basic drum one hundred and one. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think your musicianship has contributed to your uh, success as a DJ? Oh, of course. I, I feel like I wouldn't have like progressed as quickly as I did as a DJ without understanding like how music works, and specifically right, maybe right. even just drums. Having yeah, that ambidextrous. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I feel like being able to like scratch and stuff like that. Drumming directly translates to it's a similar movement, like yeah. on a crossfader. Separating yeah. your your mind like that yeah. and being able to move your different. Yeah, you know, yeah, definitely tight. That's really cool. I yeah, that's one of the things. Like any like new DJ that I come across, like I try to I'm like, you need to know your phrasing. You know, you need to know like how a song works. Like you know, you need to be able to just instinctively know that like okay, I'm I'm eight bars into this verse. You yeah. know, without counting every sure. bar. You know, you just need to feel that yeah you know right, 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 right. and like newer songs if it's a 12 12 like 12 bar hook 12 bar verse you need oh, to, like you, uh, yeah that's a whole other story <laughs> but like i've you, been seeing that it's so weird it is it is man yeah but i mean i feel like you need to know like um you know when you're playing a song like this is what's coming so yeah. you know when to get in when to get out you know not to scratch over a verse and only scratch on the hook you right know? So, right yeah that's cool. So uh, now, question now. Um, so, what do you think about? Um, I would say the environment of today's music producer, like as far as how the music producer is now, like they have more importance than they. It seems like the importance of the music producer has came up more and more over time than it has in a long time. Yeah, I, I, I feel like the producers are getting way more shine than they used to ever get. You know. Right. Um. I mean, you got producers that are out there now that sell out arenas, you know, right, right. <laughs> and like and just come and play like some original tracks or some remix tracks or something. But um, yeah, I, I don't think really many producers like had the spotlight like they have the spotlight now, you know, like somebody would make a track and you'd hear, but oh, yeah, it's a dope ass track. But you wouldn't know who made the track. Sure. Now it's like you can't even turn on the radio with like, you know, uh Metro booming. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Metro booming. Yeah, just wh- whoever whoever it is, you yeah. know? Like whoever the, the, the producer is. I mean And it's an entity of itself, is what yeah. I'm saying. Like you It's one hundred percent and it's, and I feel like they deserve producers deserve that. Absolutely. You know, like you, the artist who's rapping or singing over it, like, yeah, they got talent. You know what I'm saying? But like you I don't think you just sit there like I wouldn't come to a concert. Unless it's like a rap battle, you know, and like it's they're just gonna freestyle each other across the stage, and it's like an exhibition. I'm not just gonna come watch some dude tell poems on the stage, you know, for 40 minutes, and like with no no music behind it, you know. Right, I mean, right, it's just right. like that's cool. I'll go to a poetry reading if I want to hear that. Yeah, you know? like a, I go see a slam show, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm glad that producers are getting the the the, the light shine on them that they, that they deserve. Do you? Th- I I've often wondered. Do you think that like producers and DJs will will come closer and closer and eventually kind of emerge as a form of entertainment like is there like 
I wonder if if like producers playing live shows will be just as popular as DJs, and if you would have a hard time maybe seeing like it like competition maybe. Maybe competition, but I don't think so. I think that they could bl- blend. I think it could blend really smoothly. I don't know. Maybe it's a weird thought. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, if you guys are look, if you look at it from the aspect of like, I guess I'm just gonna say that we're probably looking at it from the aspect of um, just like the hip hop producer. Maybe is, mm-hmm. is that where is that where that question? Yeah, I from? guess so. If you look if you look at it from that aspect, like it, I, it probably seems like yeah, it it would be doper if they like came together you know because i mean a lot of my friends are like like make beats like anytime they put out an album I'm like yo let me get those uh instrumentals you know sure. so i can like remix and have fun yeah. with and like play some of their stuff out live you know totally. they probably would never have an ear on it right but if you look at it in the bigger picture man like you got people like avici that's a producer yeah you know that's traveling the world you know making you know 20 grand a gig yeah, you know, to throw cake at people. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's. I mean, th- those on the EDM spectrum, those producers. The, yeah, they do. That. I mean, yeah. I mean, isn't Skrillex basically just a like the same thing as yeah, what I'm saying exactly. right now? One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess that's kind of what I mean. But I, I guess I'm thinking, and and I guess the problem is, is because DJs, you guys, you guys are are the source of finding music and like knowing like taste making and like you know knowing how to spin a room. That's not necessarily what I would be thinking of as a producer ever. Right. You know you're you're I mean? making art, and you, right. you're like, "Hey, here's my art," which is dope. Sure, you know? right, right. And um, you know, I think some some of the times, like, well, if, if I'm hearing like a dope beat from somebody, I'm like, "Do you mind if I get that?" So I could spin it in a room, uh-huh. you know, spin it in a room full of people, and maybe you know, use uh an acapella over it that's like common, like this more familiar. So people are like, "Oh yeah, I know the song, but I don't know this beat." But they're still getting down to it because like, all right. It's something I'm familiar about. Sure. It. But now, like, yo, what was that beat you're playing? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my homie X, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. He made this. Yeah. You know, holler at him if you're nice. That's tight. Nice, so, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Yeah, thanks for taking my dumb question. No, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> so, uh, is there any uh, particular uh, DJs outside of your outside of basement sound system that you normally like, check out and look at for the most part? No, we're the best. Or? We don't, I don't check anybody else. Yeah, out. No, no, no. <laughs> no, man. Um, you know, every once in a while, you, you'll you'll see the um, the video come across where it's like uh, somebody just like a super just a, a killer DJ that's just like destroying whatever he's doing. I'm like, man, that's dope. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, and it makes you happy. They're kind of like, you see that, and then you're like, all right, it's that little bit of like, kind of reignites the fire. You sure. Because you, you just like, you know what you can do, but then you see somebody else do, like, oh shit, that's that's a cool new trick. Or yeah. That's a cool pattern. Like, I want to learn that now. You know. Absolutely. So I mean, it's I, I I'm not gonna say it's like anybody in particular that like I follow, but I definitely keep like my ear to the ground for like, you know, just innovators you know so like almost every red bull three style mm-hmm. i'll find it online and watch to see the new you Absolutely. know tastemakers coming up yeah, almost nice. you know, any of the nicer the, the nicer more respected dj battles uh-huh. you know, i make sure i check for sure you know? no i always love to do just anytime i'm out and it's like a few djs in the room just like have like a little mini session where we can just like do some turntablism yeah. like scratch and juggle and just like come up with new routines or something on the fly you know, uh-huh. like usually early week stuff you know it's not too many people in a room we're not going to annoy the whole room which sure. is a bunch of annoying right, right. like scratching but it's it's like one of that's the thing i like like i like to go out and see my friends dj you, you should know? open up like a dj club where like djs can come kick it and just be djs yeah nobody would be there <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably cool with you guys you're like that's fine no requests yeah. no yeah, exactly exactly yeah I, I don't know like um 
it's, I, I definitely enjoy when I get the the rare Friday off when I can like pop around and see my homie spin. Yeah, you know? and it's you know cool to just like lay in the cut and see uh you know what your friends are doing. You know like sure what combination like what songs they're gonna throw in combination. I'm like oh yeah, like I play that song, but I wouldn't have never thought of playing this song after it or mashing these two songs up. Or, sure, you know. So yeah, that's cool. That's dope, man. That's hella dope. Do you produce records at all? Um, I just, I mean, I, I hope with Jason and the Beast, I produced a lot of, not a lot of stuff, probably 40% of the stuff on the album. Mm. Um, Jupiter Jazz, like I said, I wrote that entire But thing. I'm saying, like, like I haven't, do you get I haven't, down like, on beats? I haven't made a beat in a minute. But yeah. what would you get down on if you were going to make a beat? Um... Man, I like I, I've been I've been flirting with the idea of hollering my homie Matt's wiki man and yeah. come up and have him teach me oh, the machine. Did you, you know? the machine? Hell yeah! Yeah, but do um, you have a machine? I don't. Up? I don't. Um, I have. I think I have. I think I may have one for purchase on the the fairly low. Yeah. So that that'll be the thing. They're oh, great, oh, man. Oh. I love mine. Super love mine. Yeah. I mean, other than that, like I would normally um just use like uh my little MIDI keyboard. Plug him into Ableton. Ableton? You just work stuff out on that. You got Ableton? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Do you use Ableton to make remixes and stuff? Or? Yep. That's cool. Yeah. The weirdest remixes I've ever made has always been like uh, a bride. She's like, can you can you mix um, the Meet Me in St. Louis Louis with uh, Nelly? Like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yes, I can. It's going to be weird, but I'll make it happen. Here's three versions. Pick your favorite one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That's dope. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, every once in a while, like, I'll do, like, a private event, and they want to have some, like, special request that they, like, made themselves, you know, they just, like, probably downloaded an app on their iPad and, like, try to mix it themselves. I'm like, this is why I charge you a lot of money. Like, call me. I'll do that for you. Like, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, uh, last question for you, bro, man. So, uh, I would say, if you had to tell any, anyone any kind of, like, an encouraging thoughts on, like, wanting to be a DJ, man, like, what would you tell them? Like, what could you tell someone that's want to come up and want to be just like DJ Uptown, want to be dope like my nigga right here? Like, how do you do that? Like, what would you tell them? Um, I, w- I would ask them a couple of questions. First question is, like, w- like, what do you want? To, like, what do you want to get out of DJing? Like, do you want to do it as a profession, or do you just like, you know, like, yo, I think I, I got some dope music and I like dope music and I just want to like share my musical knowledge with like people i mean if you're gonna do it as a profession it's definitely different rules to that game because um you got to be more flexible you can't just say like oh i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna do that you know like i only spend you know 1994 to 2002 hip-hop you can't I mean, nobody's gonna hire you. I mean, people will hire you, but I mean, <laughs> only a couple. I mean, you're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna get the work that you want to get. You know, right, I mean, right, like right. a lot of the DJs that I know that like do it for a living. I mean, you gotta be versatile. You sure. gotta be willing to be like, yo, um, you know, it's funny. I'm gonna take I'm gonna digress a little bit. Like ten years ago, nobody, no DJ, no DJ, unless a radio DJ would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play a new Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. Nobody, nobody would say that. But now it's like, oh shit, you know. Um, Diplo got with them, made uh-huh. some dope ass beats, and now everybody will play a Beaver song. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, right? Yeah, but like, I'm just saying that the, you got to be like open minded to like new shit that's coming out. Sure. Because like the clubs is gonna forever be 22 years old. Yeah. You know? like, no, absolutely. No matter how old I get, it doesn't matter. That room's gonna stay 22. Yeah. You know? So I mean, if you're not like looking for new stuff. And you like? I'm I mean, it's play. fashion music. Yeah. Like that's for fashion. 100%. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not an art thing. Right. It's not right. about the anything other than it's like, like yeah. you're coming to, to have fucking fun. Yep. And it's, exactly. That's yeah. it. So exactly. I mean, the thing is, like, if, if you if you like, yo, know, I, w- I want to do it like professionally. Um, you got to be open. You got to be open to do like some weird gigs and shit. You know. But I mean, if you want to do it like as an art form, 
um you know yeah get yourself some gear and um practice you know like and don't worry about what people say it's, it's a ton of great djs i know that like haven't rocked a club in a, in, a, in a minute but will shred you to death like in a dj battle you know with no question like you just you see them come in and you're like i don't even want to i don't even want to do this anymore you know like you just know like like they're that dope yeah you know but in the same regard like that person couldn't hold a room down for four hours you know it's just like it's a different skill set sure yeah and it's like you don't want to hear somebody scratch for four hours like i do you know but i'm a dj you know man i used i used to get mad listening to the radio and people would scratch too much and i'd be like you know i hate this fucking show because all it is is scratch i just want to listen to the damn song right. sometimes like right. I, I like scratching and i hate right. what you're doing because it's yeah. driving me crazy yeah i, I mean, know I, mean, I just i guess i enjoyed the art of scratching like I love watching like shit like DJ Jazzy Jeff videos and yeah. seeing some like him. I think get watching it, it would even be different. Dude, it's like just listening. So like when I was watching these videos, like and shout out to my wife. She said when Club Home was like really popular. Yeah, she actually got a chance. I think she said it was Club Home. Got a chance to actually see Jazzy Jeff do his thing Dope. live. Yeah, and she said that was like the best shit she ever seen in her life. Yeah, and I hate that I missed that, but. Watching shit like that, I guess on a turn, like seeing someone like you go down or D time or even someone as high as Jazzy Jeff doing yeah. that shit is fly to me. Fuck yeah. It's yeah. dude, it's like, it's literally a moving art when I see it. Yeah. Dude. And the thing it's is, great. like, it is, you know, it's like, if you see, um, I don't know, like um, a ballerina, like stand on her toes, you know, she practiced for years to, to get yeah. to that point, you know? You see me do, you know, you know, boomerang flare. You don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that shit was hard to learn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's a very technical thing. You know, sure. you, you see, you know, like, you know, um, you know, a guitar player just shred, you know, just like, just like rip through just like a solo or whatever. Like, those fingers are moving a mile a minute. You see, you know, like a drummer get loose with it. I mean, all that stuff's practice, you know? And oh, like, totally. Same thing with like DJs. Like, it's no DJ just picked up a record and was like, good. You yeah. Know? It's just like, the first day your kid brings home a violin, you're like, this is going to suck for like the next <laughs> few years. And then next thing you know, they're doing Powell Symphony Hall, yeah. you know, if they stuck, stuck with it. Sure. You know? And it doesn't take, I mean, but effort, you know what I mean? They yeah. say it doesn't take talent, like commitment doesn't take talent, you know, yeah. you, like d yeah. showing up doesn't take fucking talent. None yeah. of that stuff, like yeah. hard work's not talent, you know? Right. I mean? It's like the old saying, practice makes perfect. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, and, you know, just like you said, your wife and seeing like, you know, Jazzy Jeff do stuff like I mean, there's tons of us every week doing just that you know what i'm saying like jazzy just was dope you know what i'm saying like do i think like moth is doper maybe moth's different you know but moth could moth could hold his own yeah you right. know right up next to jazzy i feel like i could you know what i'm saying like i'm you know i don't want to like toot my own horn that's why i'm like using my homies yeah. that are dope djs you know like shout out to moth man. yeah i mean you know like do i think you know dj deception could like probably out dj jazzy yeah. jeff you know sure. you know i mean but he wasn't home with the Fresh Prince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, that's the difference. Of well, the it's thing. like Premier. Like Premier like Premier is like one of the right. biggest DJs. Yeah. And everybody knows that Premier is like, at least I know that DJ Premier stuff is like real, not that crazy. Yeah. Right? I mean, right. it's. Yeah. Every, every, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's you know, I mean. I mean, that's tight. Sometimes like, sometimes you play the drums with a four count, and that's the fucking that's it. it. That's and all you And need. you just put it in the pocket, yeah, and that sometimes just feels you, the best. Yeah, you just right. brought a kick and a snare and a hi-hat. Yeah. <laughs> one, one symbol. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's not about, you know, it's yeah. about, you know, being in the pocket and knowing where, where yeah. to get your art in on. Yeah. My last question. What's your favorite pair of headphones? Um, Tex. The Tech, um, it's, I think it's the HDJ 1200 or something like that. Or uh -huh. it's, they've been making the same pair under a different model number, but. um, What, what, what about them? What do you like about them? Sound quality is one. Is the loud? first thing. Yeah. Well, they're isolators. Uh huh. So um, 
I think a lot of people go in buying ter- headphones and they're like, oh yeah, it goes over my ear. It'll be fur- great in the DJ. Music. Sure. But no. Like, you need that one side to be quiet when you put it on so you can hear the next song. Uh-huh. Yeah, the quality. I mean, they're a little expensive. You know, I, I definitely wouldn't recommend it for your first headphone. But um, if you ever, like, get the insurance from Guitar Center and buy uh-huh. those headphones. It's on I mean, point, huh? Yeah. I mean, I've... Every year, like every two years, when the, the warranty's up, I just go Crush in. And, I just go in and say something's wrong. I, I, yeah, I just say something's wrong Whoop, with them. I stepped on them. And they send me a check, and I buy a new pair. Yeah. <laughs> I probably got ten at the house right now. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Maybe not ten. Maybe maybe four or five. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sound quality is dope. I mean, the bass hit real hard in them. You know, especially like you know, you're in a loud room. You know, and you need to turn it up to hear whatever. It's not distorting. Uh huh. Yeah. They're not like too overly heavy where like if you wearing them like all night your neck gets sore or whatever sure comfortable do you wear them over your head or you just wear the one ear and like i never, I, I never use it huh <laughs> I, don't, I don't even use headphones in the you regular don't even use headphones I have oh man i asked a dumb question no that was a great question because like i should and um here's I'm a, i just see moff use them yeah. all the time in rehearsal and everything but i guess you maybe you, it's you, different you, i don't you, know you don't you don't need to use them and it, here, here's I'm gonna say here's okay. Yeah, we, we need to explain. All right, all right. So, so wait, is that even with wax? Even just no, no, no. If you're playing real vinyl, you need your headphones. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the cheat is, you know, me coming from, and I'm sure if I showed you this on the Serato, you'd be like, totally makes sense. Oh know, no, I, you're just looking yeah. at it. I mean, I'm looking at the waveform. Yeah. And the waveform's color coded. Sure. Red is kick. Yeah. <laughs> White is a snare probably or yeah. a hi hat. You know. So like. Once you learn like the little nuances of like your program, sure. you know, like you can look at a waveform, like, all right, cool, this is where it's at, and like you can. Oh, totally. like nothing for me, man. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you see that, and you're like, oh, I, I, this is where I need to do to line it up, and like, I, I, yeah. See, that's why I'm saying, kind of how like you're like, see, I think I could do that, and I think that's how it's like it becomes like there's gonna be things where like how you make your own tracks in Ableton, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, that like a guy like when I watch Centipede, Centipede will come out with his uh, 303 and like. It's like he's a DJ with his music, and it's fucking tight to me. Like, yeah. have you? Seen, were you there when he was at the uh, Fresh Produce, where he was like our featured artist or whatever? Oh uh, no, I don't think that's. I don't man, think that it was the shit. I was fucking blown away by. Centipede. I got shouts out to Centipede. Yeah, man. Dude, they just, they just came out with a new piece of gear, man. That I would be eager to, to play around on. It's a rolling controller, uh-huh. so it's like um, same thing. Like I said before, so your controller pretty much looks like. Two CDJs and a mixer in the middle. Right. But um, on top is it's like a straight rolling. Like you can like it's the different rolling drum machines, and uh-huh. it's like a step sequencer. You just program in a pattern on your controller right there on the fly. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's. I think that's going to be like some of the things like a producers are like crossing over want to do like a live well, that, performance. Yeah. Like, yeah that's dope. what it sounds like. Well, well when I'm like when, when I watch like Tractor and shit too, yeah. like I, I know nobody seems like Tractor's not really grabbing anybody. I hear everybody be like, "Oh, Tractor's kind of cool," but it's like never ever hype enough. Well, it's one of it's like, all this like it's it's just like when you you pick something. And you kind of go that route just because, like, of convenience sake. Like, yeah, if, sure. No, if, I know. I get it. Yeah, like, if everybody in St. Louis, like, if St. Louis was for whatever, just be- was, like... We're all on Pro Tools. I, I understand. Right, right. If, 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 like, the first, like, DJ to get, like, a digital setup was, like, Tractor. And then, like, his homie was, like, oh, yeah, we got Tractor. Yeah. Now everybody's using Tractor. Sure. Then, yeah, that would be the thing. I'm just watching, yeah. like, I watch a video with Craze, like, and it's, like, damn, dude, what the fuck are you doing? This yeah. is, like, insane shit oh, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, is, what has he got? The, he's got the... Um, He's got a fucking the, the machine, every the machine there. Thing there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's like blows my fucking mind. It's like you are a fuck. If this is how the future would, if thirteen year olds know how to do this in twenty years, the future is gonna be crazy. Yeah, too. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. where I'm blowing my mind. So yeah. that, 
maybe that rounds up kind of where my idea, my stupid question about. No, no, that, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's I, where I was coming from with that. I wasn't maybe able to articulate it earlier, yeah. but that's my idea. Yeah, and I think I think Tractor does that well as far as like the integration of like, like having a pad, the whole like ecosystem, on and everything. It's just like it's kind of designed. It's designed, yeah, way better in my opinion than Serato. Like Serato's sure. still playing catch up, you know, when it comes to like. Things that Tractor can do, but for whatever I mean, reason, Native Serato is just made was like musical thing. instruments for 20 years, probably. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. that's totally a different game. It's like a Kai when a Kai came in and wanted to start making uh, NPCs, the the Renaissance and stuff. And I, I, right. I guess maybe they're doing all right, but I was just like, Machine's gonna kill that. Machine's been doing this forever, and they they all they had to do was make hardware. Uh, you guys are trying to learn how to make music software, and that's a Right. I think that's an uphill battle compared to making a piece of hardware to make beats on. It's yeah. already you, you you guys have a mold for it and we're gonna steal it and it's yeah. real easy. <laughs> right, right, right. Tight. But yeah, my brother, so uh thank you so much for being on the show, Dad. We truly appreciate it. Uh, no worries. Hope um hopefully it works out for everybody. I think it worked <laughs> out. <laughs> so uh where can people catch you? How can people contact you? Um uh, it's a few places. Uh, first and foremost, if you're um, looking for me or any other of the uh, St. Louis's great DJs, not all of them, just some of us, on the Basement Sound System, basementsoundsystem.com. Um, you can check for me personally at any uh, internet thing slash DJ Uptown STL or DJ Uptown STL.com. Uh, yeah, hit me. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. SoundCloud, I got a few tracks up there. Can we catch you at another beat battle judging? Um, all you got to do is ask, man. There we go. Yeah. Age. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, then, brother man. But uh, this has been another episode of Fruit of the Bone. Episode two. Episode two. Shouts out to Jerry Uptown. Oh, thanks for having Hill. me. Maybe next, maybe next time I can get a nicer Esquire. mic. Esquire. <laughs> oh. I'm joking. I'm joking. I think you sound great on that mic. I think I sound wonderful. It's all what you see. There you go. Uh, catch us at uh, Fruit Boom Pod on Twitter and also email us at fruitboompod at gmail.com. I'm still going to use SoundCloud, but I'm also converting stuff to YouTube as well. So definitely catch us on YouTube. Way more versatile. So catch us on there. We'll also go to other formats as well, but that's another platform we're going to lead looking to, and uh, we will definitely catch you next time. My brother Matt, I'll holler at you later. Good to see you, bud. Good to see you. Peace.